What's up, everybody? I'm Janine Mack, and I'm your host of the Janine Unscripted Podcast. For those of you who don't know me, I'm an author, speaker, business owner, and mentor. And my goal is to share with you about what to do when your life becomes unscripted. I hope this podcast adds value to your life. And if so, please invite your family and friends to join you for the Janine Unscripted Podcast. Now let's jump into today's topic. And now a quick word from our sponsor. What's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? Author Janine Mack here for the Janine Unscripted Podcast. Um, so glad to be back. <laughs> I had to take a little uh, time back as we transition into 2023. And so, um, you know, sometimes you have to uh, step back and recalibrate, and that's completely fine. Um, you know, that's just what we got to do. So, you know, I'm back. Um, Everything is great, and uh, we're going to continue exactly where we left off, and that is in our season four. Yes, season four, and it's all about the men. And I wanted to come to you all today, you know, to talk about um, mental health for men, and literally mental, M-E-N, mental health for the men. I think sometimes that's a conversation that we don't get to have, um, and in this uh, actual hour and pivotal point um, in our American history, uh, U.S. history, um, and our U.S. present is, you know, it's not looking really good for men's health. And so definitely I feel like it's a conversation that needs to be had. It's a conversation that things that need to be said, and we're going to actually address those things today. So I appreciate y'all hanging with me. And, um, you know, we're going to get through this. Um, You know, I never want to make a show um, that's about um, current events, okay? But sometimes it's unavoidable to mention certain things that are happening in the world today because these are things that are on the forefront of um, actual media. It's things that are on the forefront of social media. You cannot open your social media page without seeing some type of a post um, or video, opinion. Uh, certain things um, and unfortunately this is not something that we can run away from so um, you know I just want to you know not take a whole lot of time but at least address it um, in a format that is hopefully going to bring help and bring healing um, to those <coughs> excuse me those of you that are that are listening um, in on this show so um you know, recently, um, in recent past, um, um, there was a very well-known um, entertainer um, by the name of Twitch that uh, committed suicide. And um, on the surface, he seemed to be a very happy person. And let me just preface and say, I do not know this person personally. I only know of him and what was shown through social media and, um, you know, his life on television and, and that sort of thing. So on the surface, 
service for someone on the outside looking in. You know, it looked like he had everything going for him. Hashtag goals um, as far as family, relationship, career, all these things. I, you know, you always saw with a smile on his face. And it was just so shocking um, that morning that I opened my social media and um, begin to see uh, the myriad of posts that uh, Twitch was no longer with us. And that left us, uh, all of us, you know, pretty stunned that, um, that this is something that could happen to someone that seemed to be, you know, loved by so many and so much promise, uh, so much success. And yet there uh, was a battle, a personal battle, obviously that was um, going on that, um, you know, and, and I can understand when it seems like, well, it doesn't seem like it's actually a reality when you have a lot of people around you or you have friends and you have family around you or you're in a room and, uh, you know, a crowded room or your workspace that you go to daily and you still feel like you're alone and you're isolated and you can't talk to anybody, you know, especially when you're a person, um, you know, like me, that's great at masking. You know, I was so good at masking. And um, if you don't know what masking is or what that means, it's basically that you wear your mask. You know, everybody, you know, sees you're like smiling and you're like, I'm fine. How you doing? Blessed. How you doing? Fine. Everything's good. I'm okay. And, you know, a lot of times, even when we're meeting people um, or we see people, you know, um, whether you're like in a grocery store or something, you're like, hey girl, how you doing? I'm doing fine. You still walking before you even heard how your girl's doing, <laughs> you know? Uh, we're already walking away. And so we've kind of conditioned each other um, to just limit your response to one word that we are on the go. It's kind of just like a, a courtesy, but not really acknowledging, you know, to want to hear from that person exactly what's going on, you know? And that's a narrative that we definitely have to change is that we gotta pump the brakes and slow it down a little bit and actually take the time to look people in their eye and say, how are you doing? You know, and then wait for them to respond. And if you're always getting that canned response of fine, blessed, great, then you have to take that next step and ask, well, why is everything fine? Why are you blessed? You know, that follow-up question. And then I'm telling you just that, that 10 seconds of that follow-up question is usually going to open up that person to let them know that they have permission to actually tell you the truth, you know? And we have to give people space for that, even if, even especially the people that we are in close proximity to, you know, your family, your friends, your, your people in your workspace, if, if you have that type of relationship with them, you know. And I'm not saying that you gotta bleed your whole life out on people, you don't, but those people that you do have available to you, then it's definitely an opportunity to talk to them, you know? Um, and if you don't have people in your space, cause I get it, you know, um, COVID uh, lockdown definitely taught us all a major lesson about relationships and that relationship to self, right? Um, that we have to, 
um, really put people and resources in place so that we don't collapse in on ourselves, right? Um, and that's part of self-care, that's part of showing yourself self-love, is that you actually utilize um, those people and resources. And what kind of resources do I mean? And I'm getting ahead of myself a little bit, but that's okay. Um, resources that I'm talking about is counselors, you know, um, therapists, coaches. And when I say coaches, I'm not just talking about sports. I'm talking about life coaches, relationship coaches, financial uh, coaches um, as well, that we have to take advantage of those resources so that we can stay healthy in here, right? So we can stay healthy up here, so we can stay healthy in our spirit. Um, spiritual uh, leaders, um, sometimes, uh, you know, a mentor, and none of us are too old or too grown for a mentor. Um, sometimes it takes people that are outside your immediate circle um, so that they can be um, unbiased uh, when they're speaking with you and helping you to really uh, flush through and, and work through some concerns that are on your heart. And I want to encourage uh, you guys, uh, especially because we're talking to the men. Um, let me just say, men, we need you. Uh, fathers, we need you. Uncles, we need you. Uh, nephews, sons, uh, friend, guy next door, we need you. You're you're needed. You are wanted. Um, you you are um, such a strength and a presence um, in our lives. And when I say our, I'm not just meaning women. I'm meaning your wives, your children, um, girlfriend, your mom, aunt, sister, cousin, all these uh, different uh, people that are in your life, your coworkers, we need you. Okay, um, as strong of a woman as I am, and you know, I'm capable of doing a lot of things myself, but what I have come to learn um, in my short time in my life is just because I can do something doesn't mean I should do something um, that is outside the realm of my strength level, um, my intelligence level, um, and um, you know, my emotional and my mental level. And it's okay for me to to um, be feminine and be a woman and still stand strong in my femininity um, and by asking for help from my male counterparts, okay? Um, and sometimes that's my sons, <laughs> sometimes it's friends, sometimes it is a complete stranger um, and I have no shame in asking, you know? <laughs> especially if it's something car-related. Um, I'm going to be like, excuse me, sir, um, so, 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 so. And uh, I'm so thankful for those men that are so willing to help, you know, damsel in distress. Um, but anyway, um, so uh, men, I want you to feel comfortable with utilizing um, those type of resources. You know, I know as women, we have our friend groups and girls trip and all that kind of stuff. And sometimes the men, you guys don't have that space to have that same level of camaraderie and uh, 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 mental and emotional intimacy with your, with your guy friends. But if you don't have that or you don't feel comfortable having that, you know what? Sometimes you need to be that person that says, "You know what, guys? You know what, bros? Let's just let's just talk and hang out. Let you know. Let's do a guys retreat. 
You know, it doesn't have to be something that is um, offered by somebody else, you know, but you guys create that space, you know, not just Super Bowl Sunday and when it's the playoffs for the NBA and golf and baseball and, you know, all that uh, sports and stuff y'all like to watch a lot of time. Sometimes it just needs to be um, a competition of who can be the most open, you know, and I'm probably, you know, mentioning all this stuff out of my estrogen driven brain, but the fact that the matter is, is that you see in other cultures and historically that it's the men who gathered at the entry of the village. It was the men and the elders who sat and discussed and resolved matters of uh, people who live in the village. And that just like the custom is that, you know, those are the backbone of the community, those are, you know, decision makers. And and that was not a role that was taken lightly. Everybody couldn't be an elder um, in the community that spoke for the community and those that came um, to to them to help make decisions and and and, and settle, uh, you know, different disputes among uh, people. So it's one of those things where they have been proven to be wise and have wisdom and to be um, stable and balanced in their views. And so when I say, man, we need you, we need that. We need that. that. We need that restored back to our communities. We need that restored back to our households. We need that restored back to our, 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 our schools and our governments and our places of worship and just, you know, um, in the community at large, you know. Um, you know, there's a saying uh, that it takes a village to raise a child. So, you know, right now the village is all female, you know, for the most part. It's a lot of single motherhood. And I applaud those single mothers. I have been one of them. Um, but I also recognize that as the mother of sons, I could not affirm them or usher them into manhood. Only another man could do that. And, you know, I make no apologies for saying that. You know, some women may want to fight me or debate me on that, and that's fine. Um, my children have grown up, and um, they are very fine young men. So, um, you know, the proof is in my pudding. So just, you know, take that how you want to. But at the end of the day, you know, I understood one thing is that my sons could not get their identity from me. I didn't want them to get their identity from me. They needed to get that from other men. And I was uh, very intentional and strategic in putting them with men who were positive and, and presented a certain image, spirit, soul, mind, body, financially, physically, that they could emulate, okay? And they were able to do that and be successful. Okay, the second thing that I wanted to address um, in mental health, um, and, and just recently, um, there was a young man um, in Memphis that was murdered by police, uh, Mr. Nichols. Um, and he was not the first um, person that this happened to, um, but there's been other, several other things, notably Mr. George Floyd and um, others that have been in the news. And, and the reason I'm bringing that up, again, it's not for listens and clicks and likes, it's just that when you constantly are, when we are constantly inundated with images, okay, 
particularly black men is what I'm speaking to um, in this regard, is when we are constantly inundated with images of our men being murdered um, in the streets um, by people who are supposed to protect them, um, it will um, form PTSD in a sense because you're, um, you know, and I can speak to this is like when um, Trayvon Martin was murdered at the time my sons were around his age and, um, you know, going through that whole case, you know, just from, you know, the news media, um, it really did something inside of me, something clicked inside of me where I felt like I needed to be everywhere my sons were, that they could not be anywhere without me. Like I shut down their freedom of movement in society out of fear that something like that was gonna to happen to one of my children. And, you know, it took me some time, you know, to let that fear go and to, and to loosen the, uh, uh, the mommy, mommy bear protection um, plan from over my children. You know, I couldn't stunt, understood that I couldn't stunt their growth and that I was gonna have to give them back their freedom of movement that society was then robbing them of, trying to rob them of through me, through my fear. Okay, and so that's a very real concern. That's a, that's a very real fear. Um, I know a lot of moms of black sons have that same fear, have that same concern, have that same stress, have that same anxiety um, that they don't want to be the next black mother um, that is crying on the news. Okay, um, and as well, you know, in that same hand, black men, you know, when you constantly are seeing these stories and these images you know it is doing something to you mentally that you have to be very careful and mindful of that if you don't that you will then in turn internalize these experiences you know as your own and that's not good for your your mental health and that is concerning and I want to encourage all black men you know whatever age young old middle age that I want to encourage you to seek help to talk about those things that you're seeing I know some of you it provokes you to be angry some of you it is putting you in a depression a silent depression because you don't talk about it you know you don't want anyone to know that it's affecting you on a deeper level but when we keep stuffing and suppressing those type of feelings, those type of thoughts, those images, and constantly seeing it every time we, um, a new story when we open up social media, or a new story when we turn on the news, um, it, you're going to have a breaking point. And all of that emotion is going to come out. And some of you, it will come out in uh, a drinking habit. It could come out in very angry um, actions, you know, angry thoughts. You, you could implode on yourself, you know, and to harm yourself, which is, you know, what I just talked about earlier. Um, you know, it could come out several different types of ways. And that's what we do not want. Okay, we don't we don't want to see you implode on yourself or your family or your workplace. We don't want to see you sink into um, levels of depression or self-hate 
or stress and anxiety that's gonna run up your blood pressure and cause you to have a stroke or a heart attack, you know, prematurely out of your age group um, or cut off your life expectancy um, or even cut off your quality of life, you know? Um, let's let me tell you, you know, you are loved, you are needed, you are wanted, you are respected. I don't care what the next headline says, you are respected. You are needed. You are you are coveted. You are loved. And if anyone hasn't told you, I'm praying for you. You know, you have the prayers of um, strong, committed women. You have the prayers of your community. You have the respect of the community. We see you. We see the hard work that you're doing. We see your struggles. We see your pain. Um, and we want to support you. Um, we need you to tell us how to support you best, okay? What's the best way to support you? What's the best ways, you know, to love you? What's the best ways that you can understand and interpret the respect that we have for you? You know, I want to know that. I, I want to know that. So, you know, because everybody has their own love language and their way of interpreting love and interpreting respect and loyalty. So I want to know that. I want you to verbalize that. I want you to have that space um, to verbalize those things so that we can clearly understand what it is that you need to feel supported as you go through your life journey. So, um, you know, again, like I said, I did not want to be long um, with this episode, but I did want to just come on here and address, you know, men's mental health and um, and what that looks like and what that has been looking like. And if you are one that are that is finding yourself um, on the brink of a mental health crisis. I don't want you to implode on yourself. Um, There's so many resources um, that are available to you. Um, I know I have been seeing, and, and not that they're a sponsor or it's a paid ad for them, it's not. I'm just giving you observation um, that I have seen um, on my social media and those that have told me that are utilizing this particular service um, called BetterHelp com to find counselors or you know if you have um, insurance through your employer um, pretty much every policy does cover some type of uh, mental health and it's nothing to be ashamed of it's something to be proud of because you are taking that step to show yourself some self-love you're taking that step to show yourself um, some dignity and respect and care and to understand that you to sir have a breaking point and you too deserve the space to heal to reflect to relax and to regroup in a safe space you know so um i want to just you know again applaud um all the men who are utilizing um these resources to their advantage and those who are standing up in their communities and in their households i just want to you for that and thank you for absolutely loving your, your lives, your sisters, your mothers, your children, um, and striving to make a difference every day. Um, we love you. We need you. Um, we want you. We respect you. And most of all, we're praying for you.
So, alrighty. I, um, you know, I just hope that you all do well. Uh, uh, be well, rather. Um, stay safe. Um, you know, show yourself some self-love and, you know, and heal. And um, don't let anything um, socially, financially, emotionally, mentally physically and psychologically steal your joy steal your peace don't let any of these things the next headline next social media post don't let any of these things steal your joy um and uh, the love that you have for yourself so um thank you so much i'm janine mack um this has been janine unscripted and um you know i will put some uh links down in the description or depending on where you're seeing this in the comments so you can take that next step and also I will be remiss if I did not um, uh, remind you of my book uh, called The Breakup Boss, How to Break Up with Toxic People and Mindsets That Keep You Down. This is also a very good resource um, for having that journey um, to wholeness. So um, if you are a reader and you enjoy self-help um, topics and books, this is definitely one for you. I took my time. My life is in these pages and um, you're going to be better for it. That's available on my website website, which is www.magmediamoguls.com, uh, which you see that behind me here, but I will put that link in the description. Again, God bless you. Thank you so much. And um, I look forward to you having a happy, healthy, and whole 2023. All right. Have a good one. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Janine Unscripted Podcast. I hope this podcast added value to your life. And if so, please invite your family and friends to join you for the next Janine Unscripted Podcast. Please consider sponsoring the Janine Unscripted Podcast. Your sponsorship dollars will allow me to gift my children's books to young readers who are struggling to learn to read. This has been a production of Mac Media Moguls, LLC. You can connect with me on social media today. I'm on Instagram under at jmacspeaks or at jupodcast. I'm on Facebook under jmacspeaks. My website is www.macmediamoguls.com. And there you can purchase my children's books, merchandise, um, and also get valuable information. And while you're there, please subscribe so we can keep in touch. I'm on YouTube at Janine Unscripted. Thank you so much. And I look forward to sharing with you again. Have a good one.